Welcome back to the Dewhawk Dozen podcast, where each month the Young Alumni Advisory Board nominates one stellar graduate of the last decade to interview and to share their story. Regardless of where they're from or where they are now, their time at Loras connects them all. Let's Let's do do this. this. Dewhawk Dozen podcast, where the Loris Young Alumni Advisory Board spotlights a young graduate. My name is Allison Wong, and joining us today, we have 2014 graduate Andy Nye. Welcome, Andy. Hey, that's great. I'm happy to be here. So, Andy, you were selected as our November Dewhawk Dozen. Your nominator said you stand out as an active learner in the emergency medical field and continue to give your time, talents, and services to the community around you. So, we're excited to learn more about you today. Yeah, I guess I have a lot to share, I guess, since post-graduation back in December of 14. <laughs> <laughs> You're still in our gold 10-year bracket, so we're yeah, excited to have you. <laughs> well, let's go back to the beginning. How did you choose Loris? Why was it a right fit for you? Yeah, uh, I mean, when choosing a college, I really had three goals in mind. Uh, I wanted to go to a school that was close to home uh, just because family, pretty much, that was kind of a big thing for me. Uh, I wanted to choose the college that was uh, close to where I could hold a job as a full-time EMT uh, while doing full-time coursework. And then most importantly, I wanted to be at the same college that my twin sister, Alicia, attended. Uh, So it really was a collaborative uh, effort in our choosing of of where we wanted to attend college. And I knew it was the right fit at Loris when I knew all of my goals uh, were achievable uh, going to school uh, here in Dubuque. I also wanted to attend uh, another Catholic uh, uh, college because pretty much my whole education has been in, you know, some type of Catholic institution, Seton Elementary, Dyersville Beckman. So I was just like, well, why not add college to the list of Catholic institutions that I'm going to attend? So that's kind of how it all got started and why we, uh, I guess we, not just me, chose Loras College. I love that. That's so nice that you and Alicia wanted to go to the same college. I feel like it's either you're you're a twin and you're like, we are going to do our own thing. We're branching out or it's like, no, we like each other. We want to stay together. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which then started a trend for the rest of my my siblings. (laughs) Yeah, well, and I was going to say, let's talk about your family now, because I do feel like you've said so, that they're a huge part of your life, and a lot of people probably know your family, even if they, like, don't realize they know your family. So tell me what your family does. Tell me about them. Yeah, so, I mean, so we kind of started, Alicia and I, the the groundwork to get everybody to attend Laura's College. So um, I have another younger, couple younger sisters, Christina and Emily. Um, who all graduated as well and are alumni of Loras. And it was really cool when we chose when they all chose to go to the same school because that meant in the fall of 2014, my last semester there, all four of us were attending college, uh, you know, at Loras at the same time. So it was cool to see them on campus and passing, going to classes and things like that. And uh, it was really a, an important thing for us to all kind of be close to each other. And and that led to today where, you know, we're all a very close family, close siblings. So, I mean, I, I pretty much talk to them almost all daily. So, uh, so it was kind of a cool thing where we kind of started our shift towards Laura's College and have all now graduated there. Aw, I love that. That's so fun. And a lot of you work in the family business, right? Tell us about your family's business in Dubuque. 
Yeah. So my family's business is Paramount EMS. Uh, we provide emergency and non-emergency ambulance service and uh, transports uh, to local healthcare facilities, uh, clinics, and nursing homes. Um, so that's kind of the the groundwork or the foundation of, of what our family kind of grew up in. Um, we actually just surpassed the 20 years in business. Uh, so, um, you know, a little story background on Paramount EMS. I, me and my sisters can remember sitting at the dinner table when my dad brought home a dictionary with the word Paramount highlighted. And my mom was a nurse by trade. And we're all like, Par Paramount, like, well, dad, we're more worried that you're reading a dictionary. Uh, and you know, what's this thing about an ambulance company? Cause he was in EMT school at the time. Uh, and eventually he said, this is going to be the name of our ambulance company. And my mom was just like, no, no, we're not doing that. Like they had <laughs> 40 years in the trucking business. They don't need to do ambulance, but they did. And, um, you know, that's, uh, was again, a, a driving force, uh, to stay in Dubuque, um, to work at the family business while attending college. Uh, and you know, that's, uh, Alicia and I both work there and we still work there today and in administrative roles now, and, uh, we're continuing to grow the business and grow our, our, our footprint in the community. Yeah. It's so awesome. Uh, and I talk to you often a few different times when I worked at KCRG in Dubuque. So yeah. always good seeing fellow Duhawks and the good work you are doing. Yeah. Um, so how did Loris prepare you for your career in emergency response? I believe, you know, the flexibility that I had to attend college full-time and to work full-time as an EMT helped me develop a passion for helping people, uh, while also developing myself academically at the same time. Uh, it was, it's also probably the reason why I like to have two full-time jobs, for some reason, um, but I was able to learn a lot involving time management and task management while doing all of that. And I did the occasional, I have a class A commercial driver's license and, and drive a semi truck uh, every once in a while. I always say if I need some some windshield time uh, to think or listen to podcasts, uh, I would I would just jump in a semi for my dad's trucking company and go down to the Quad Cities and come back, you know. So um, being able to manage all that stuff has probably led me to uh, being calm and being stable in an emergency situation. Uh, which I think has impacted me and my growth in my career in EMS. Gotcha. So what did you study at Loris then? So crazy thing, going into <laughs> Loris College, I, I I was nervous. I didn't know what I wanted to do because at the time when I started, I was an introvert. I wasn't very social. I wasn't making a lot of friends. Uh, and I was thinking I wanted to be a, a commercial motor vehicle enforcement officer or a sheriff's deputy in, in Dubuque County. Um, but I talked to some, some people that I'm sure we'll talk about here in the podcast. Uh, but I, I originally went to study accounting, um, because I felt like that was something that is in every business industry that's needed. Um, and it kind of fit my, my characteristics at the time, I, I, I would think. Uh, and I was really going down that path until I kind of wanted to shift and, and graduate early, uh, so I can kind of get into my EMS career a little bit quicker or develop uh, my skills and become a paramedic. Uh, so I kind of shifted to business management as my as my field of study. And I'm glad I did that because I took a lot of entrepreneurial uh, classes, one called Entrepreneurial Experience, where I wrote a hundred page business plan. Uh, and you know every every one of my classmates was picking something fancy like a like a big home gym like or a, a commercial space for for a rec center. And I was just like, I'm just, 
going to do a business plan on something simple where there's consistent revenue, simple fixed expenses. And it was on storage, like a storage business. <laughs> um, but I learned a lot about uh, running a company just based on drafting a business plan uh, and things like that. And then some other classes I took, we were involved with uh, helping develop um, some new ideas for different local businesses and working with some of those like Trappist Caskets and uh, a, a company that used to be called Crave, but now it's uh, changed a little bit more into more of a community involved nonprofit, um, but helping create some new business ideas and innovations really helped me kind of develop my passion for my own entrepreneurial uh, uh, passion. So Yeah. And have you kind of taken that business side into your family's business at I Paramount? Have. I have. So, um, you know, learning a lot about how uh, a company needs to look, um, at least from a business plan, helps you develop what you need for a foundation to manage a business. Um, you know, every business is the same. And I even, you know, think of like the city of Dubuque. It's a business. It has revenue, um, a tax base. It has expenses, employees, it, you know, so really you can take all aspects of how a business should be run uh, and, and really apply it to whatever your field or passion is, which in my case is emergency medical services. So um, being able to learn what that takes from just a foundational level has allowed me to then bring this, these, this practice to business today and in, in the business that I'm operating with my twin sister. Yeah. That's amazing. Have you done further education after your time at Loris? Um, anything yeah. else to support your family's business? Yeah. So immediately when I, I got done at, at Loris College and graduated in December, um, I wanted to walk in the, the spring of 15 with my twin sister. So um, that's why I probably sometimes label myself as a 2015 graduate, but I guess <laughs> technically it's 2014. Um, uh, but no, I, uh, I decided to do a, a paramedic class at NICC in Piasta uh, in August of 2015. And once I graduated that program, uh, which uh, was helped help me develop my skills and, and competencies as an as a EMS provider and clinician, I then went on to uh, be involved with some EMS deployments in, uh, in the U.S. Virgin Islands after a couple hurricanes hit the, the island of St. Croix. Uh, when I came back from that, I really, it was such a humbling experience. I really wanted to do more for EMS, not just work as an EMS provider uh, for, for the rest of my career. Um, so I got involved with the uh, Iowa EMS Association board, uh, became a board member for Northeast Iowa region, quickly became their treasurer, and today I'm their president. Um, so that's something I also do. And then uh, I still further developed myself as a paramedic and did my critical care education and certification at Creighton University out in Omaha. And since then, I've, I'm now working as the director of operations at Paramount EMS and very involved with education and what we're doing with Loris with our EMS Academy. Wow. Yeah, I was just going to ask about that. Tell me more about that. <laughs> Yeah, so I should probably start with how that got started. Yes, uh, I was a I was a student at Loris College, uh, and I took a J term called Athletic Injury and Illness, and it was uh, taught by Nate Newman, who used to be uh, the director of the athletic training program. And our, our our one project for January was to do a paper and a presentation on a topic of our choosing involving athletic illness and injury. When I when I did that. I wrote a, a paper, my topic was to compare athletic training as a pre-hospital healthcare uh, pro, uh, pro professional 
to an EMS professional. And it was both very similar. And I compared a lot of similar characteristics about taking care of athletes and taking care of patients uh, and how it's, how it's just very similar. And he pulled me aside after the presentation and said, when you graduate here, you need to come back and talk to me about some, some interprofessional stuff we can do uh, with Paramount uh, if you move up the chain there. And I was like, yeah, I, I can do that. No, no problem. Uh, so when I graduated, I reached out to Nate Newman and he said, well, he was leaving uh, to pursue other uh, another job at another school. And uh, by the way, here's Molly Figgins. Uh, you know, she's going to be taking my place. And I said, okay. So I met with Molly and uh, basically I shared with her, you know, what Nate and I had talked about as far as getting athletic training students uh, on ambulances to do clinical time uh, during, during their undergrad. And so we did that. We implemented it. Uh, I came and uh, did some uh, education at the emergency care class for athletic trainers. And it just kind of sparked my interest and a vision to get more involved at Loris and lead us to where we are today, uh, where, you know, I learned a lot about EMS education while working at NICC as a paramedic program director. Uh, and, you know, I kind of poached their talent uh, and brought their clinical coordinator with me to Paramount. And we started our EMS Academy, uh, you know, through Paramount and Loris College. Uh, uh, and it's it's developed into a uh, a really good program. We're on our second cohort. And we we just I have a big vision uh, that I'll, I'll happily share with you. Um, but, uh, you know, it's something that we really wanted to develop an initial education program for EMS providers that was student centric. And I believe that all the mission and values that Loras College has, has the same that we have at, at, at Paramount. And that's why we wanted to develop and kick off this academy uh, and, and start this path that I believe is going to uh, bring some really cool opportunities at Loras College. Yeah. So are, are these classes that students can take at Loras? Are, you, are, you, are they coming to you? Are you coming to Loras? Yes. So, you know, a, a big thing of what Paramount needed to be able to host an initial EMS education course is a, a, a physical classroom, a lab space, and academic resources, which Loris College does a great job with, um, per, speaking from personal experience. Uh, so that's uh, how we got started. And right now we're a, a non-credit side um, uh, program where everything is registered through Paramount EMS Academy currently. Um, but I have a vision and, uh, you know, on this, on my path to this vision, I foresee Paramount EMS Academy becoming more integrated with the athletic training program. I truly believe that our curriculum could be swapped in for the emergency care class and become a part of the educational plan uh, for students in athletic training in their undergrad, where they could become licensed and certified as an EMT while attending Loras College, pursuing their athletic training program degree. And then they could also work a cool job at Paramount Ambulance being an EMT. But my vision would be to have a Loras College branded Paramount Ambulance staffed by active Loras College athletic training students for all Loras College athletic events. I just think that would be so cool. And I think what we're seeing today with, you know, scary injuries happening uh, in all sorts of things like football. And, uh, you know, I just saw something about uh, hockey lately that was, was tragic. But I really think we need to have these emergency care professionals on campus during some of these events 
because of the what if happens. And I think it would be so cool to just have Laura students actively participating in the emergency response on the own, on their own school that they attend. Uh, and it's all part of, of their learning. So that's, that's my vision. Uh, and I think we're on the path to that. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm hoping that this also broadcasts a little bit more of what my vision is and see if we can get there quicker. <laughs> yeah. Speak it into existence. You're manifesting. <laughs> yes. I love yeah. that. That, that really would be cool. Yeah. Uh, what's the response you've gotten from students since starting this academy? It's been very good. Uh, you know, we we bring a lot of educational expertise. Uh, the 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 program director is Sandy Nyan. Uh, she taught me in my paramedic school. She taught my dad uh, in paramedic school. Um, she's been teaching for for over twenty five years, uh, and she's very specialized in the educational institutions um, for EMS. She's won awards uh, for the state of Iowa, all kinds of things. Um, our other faculty members, Rhonda Healy. Um, she also is a great educator and has been doing it for 15 plus years. Uh, so we bring a lot of educational expertise into the program and the students experience and their feedback has been exceptional. Uh, we, we have a hundred percent pass rate uh, from our students that we had during the summer term. Uh, we have, you know, uh, some students in the fall term here that are uh, pretty much going to be wrapping up things uh, pretty much right after Thanksgiving uh, and, and being able to apply and test for their, their national licensure and certification. Uh, so, I mean, I think we're getting good feedback. We're seeing good results good outcomes. And I think for the future, we're really is where we're investing. Uh, and I think it's it's costing Paramount a little bit of money to do this. Um, but I think the in the long run, we're going to see tremendous return uh, in providing good entry-level EMS providers into the work field, uh, as well as getting students more actively involved uh, on, on Loris College's campus. Yeah, definitely. It sounds like a really great program. I'm excited to see where this goes and to see that Paramount Ambulance branded Loris College uh, at events. That's yeah. so fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you you know, we've talked about so much already. You know, you have interests in logistics, uh, helping people as an EMT, uh, teaching others uh, with your past and current titles. Um, how have all these experiences formed you into the leader and businessman you are today? Yeah, I've, I've done a lot in a lot of different avenues, logistics, healthcare, uh, all kinds of different industries at this point, uh, managing accounting, you know, things like that, um, doing some marketing. I really like doing uh, different social media posts and everything. But I think for me, overall, I've, I've built an excellent network of resources and support, uh, which is, I think, what you need to be successful, um, because I don't believe you can do it on your own. Uh, and you know, I've, I was pretty fortunate where I started to see that in my, during my time at Loris. Uh, so I started to make sure I was building a good resource of, uh, of, a network of resources to help me and my goals and what I wanted to do in EMS, which has helped translate, uh, me into finding some great mentors, uh, in the EMS industry, uh, as well as just, you know, finding some good people to help support me, uh, when I needed it or when I needed to just talk to somebody, uh, so I think that's what's worked for me with all my experience has been able to, uh, you know, build a solid network of people uh, that provide, you know, good resources to me or get me an answer that I need or put me in connection with somebody that does know the answer to my question, uh, but then also being able to provide that support uh, when I need it, because I think every, every single one of us needs some, some type of support uh, to keep us going in our, in our career. So um, those are kind of the big things that I feel like I've learned with all the different jobs I've been doing over the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's great. Any impactful staff, uh, certain class, anything like that, like that stand out uh, to you from your time at Loris? Yeah, uh, I would say one of the most impactful uh, individuals to me was Mary Ellen Carroll. Um, like I said, when I went into college, I didn't really want to as much as I knew I should. Um, it was really difficult for me, especially as an introvert, not very social, uh, to, to be immersed into um, a very social atmosphere and things like that. And um, I would have frequent visits to her office and just kind of talk about my, uh, my thoughts and kind of you know, whether I was having a bad day, I just wanted to graduate or, or leave the school or something like that. Uh, but it really helped me become, uh, become more social, become uh, what I, I, I started to see what I needed um, to become successful in a career that I found passion for in, in emergency medical services. Uh, and also saw the value of working with the other local small businesses through different classes at Loris. Uh, just helped me, uh, I guess, stay rooted and and humble, and really change my direction, and and ultimately become an extrovert, which I never thought was going to happen, uh, <laughs> which is unbelievable. So, um, yeah, I uh, I would say Mary Ellen Carroll was probably the most impactful human uh, to me while at Loris, but then also just the the peers and classmates that I started to make connections with with at the end of my 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 years there at Loris. Gotcha. That's so nice. You're almost. 10 years post-Loris, we're getting, Almost. we're getting there. Um, how would you say Loris has had just a lasting impact on your life? I think it's the people. Um, I think in anything um, involving education, uh, you want to go somewhere that uh, really has people that believe in you, um, are student-centric. And I believe Loris College has that, that vision and that value um, and the mission to help take care of their students uh, through all their values. Um, so, I mean, the small classrooms are amazing. You get to know everybody. Uh, you get to know pretty much your whole class if you want to, um, because they're not extremely big. Uh, the faculty are very uh, uh, progressive in trying to make sure that you're ready uh, when you leave there to land a good job, uh, to start a career in something that you're passionate about. Uh, so I really think it's the people uh, at Loris that really help you, uh, you know, not only, you know, get to your goals, but uh, maybe start helping you form your goals or form your passion about really where you want to spend a lot of your life's work at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Any advice you would give to the current Duhawks right now? Yes, uh, I would say start young and, and early in building your network and your support system. Uh, I think, like I said, you cannot succeed on your own. You need a team of, of like-minded individuals and sometimes not like-minded individuals to help you kind of see through processes and uh, maybe just talk about uh, what, what is your, was your goals and what you want to do with your career. Uh, and you can do that at Loris. Like, I think you can do that anywhere you go to school. You just have to start building that foundation early. Uh, and I always say, I think it's good to, to find other individuals who are a lot different than you, um, just to get different insight and perspective uh, to, because you know you're going to be working with people, you know, that, you, that that are not similar to you in any career that you choose. So I think it's important to have those resources to be able to talk to, uh, to be able to trust. And I think uh, the earlier you do that in college, the better for your career down the long run. Yeah, 
totally agreed. Seems like people, relationships, that's so important to you. It's helped you become who you are today as a person and a businessman. And it's just been so great to talk to you and learn more about your career path and everything that you've been up to. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun and I could probably go on for hours. Uh, so um, <laughs> I'm glad to be able to do this in as short amount of time as we do have uh, and get broadcasted out there. And I think it, uh, uh, you know, a big thing is trying to be relatable to people. And um, I would always invite anybody who sees me just stop, stop and ask me anything about the podcast or stop and ask me anything about my time at Loris. I'm happy to share about it now. Aw, I love that. Great. Well, I hope I see you on campus around Dubuque sometime soon. I'll for sure stop and say hi. Um, oh, absolutely. I'll be thanks. teaching classes. <laughs> yeah, right? That'll be so easy. <laughs> well, thanks again, Andy, for being on the show. And for our listeners, don't forget to mark your calendars for the 12th of every month where we will be introducing the newest member of our Do Hawk Dozen. Thanks to Loris College and the Young Alumni Advisory Board for sponsoring this podcast. We'll see you next month.